today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. Tech Talk, Adam Oldfield, the president and CEO of FPM, FPM3 Marketing, and Vacuuman, who sponsored this fine program, uh, is with us once again. I hope you had a good week, Adam. You know what? It's... It's been a very busy week, Bill. Honestly, I've been uh, I, I've been very active right now. As you know, I'm a member of the Rotary Club of Hamilton. Yes, and, you are. Um, one of the things with Vacuuman, by the way, um, we've been uh, trying to raise money as well, like many different organizations. And uh, yeah, this week I've been very active with the president, Alex Morose, and I. We uh, we set it up that uh, with the Rotary Club and the in the Rotary Fund out in the Ukraine, we set up that donations could be made at the RotaryClubHamilton.com and uh, Vacuum man very much actively involved to create some awareness of how we can raise money to get medicine uh food uh all of it 100 is going directly into the rotary clubs there's there's over 70 clubs in ukraine which uh we've been very much in touch with and connected with so um anyway i've been very busy with that uh, trying to create some awareness so uh anyway and should or when I certainly hope this is over, when this war comes to hopefully a cease end and otherwise, the money that we are collecting is going to go back to rebuilding the Ukraine. So it's all going to helping those over uh, overseas. Okay, so if anybody wants to help out there, how can they do that? Uh, you can go to RotaryClubHamilton.com. There's a big banner right there. You click it and you can make any type of donation you'd like. Uh, but again, it is going 100% and you can trust it's an organization and Adam Oldfield's keeping an eye on it, Bill. So this money ain't going anywhere, but directly where it needs to be. So you done can feel confident in that. Okay. Let's, uh, again, we've got a lot to talk about here today. Uh, for as long as we've been doing this program, of course, you've been talking about autonomous vehicles and, yes. uh, and they're great. I mean, some of the developments you've, you've brought to our attention have been fabulous. But they still crash a lot. Uh, what are they doing about that? <laughs> you know, it's I like it's how you open that. Bill. It's a small thing, but I think it's something they have to work on. Well, you know what? There's a, you're right, and one of the ones that I think is going to be a game changer when it comes to autonomous driving is exactly that. They crash a lot, and when they crash, like any time you crash a vehicle, the biggest concern you have is, of course, insurance. Who's paying for those damages, right? Well, one of the areas is that if you're going to go to autonomous and you're going to let your car take over and you're more or less just going along for the ride, uh, and for whatever reason, it hits a pedestrian, crashes into a wall, whatever. Well, Mercedes-Benz is making a massive game changer, Bill. One of the things they're now launching with Mercedes-Benz is that they are now a level three. And remember, there's five levels of autonomous driving. They're their level three system. They will cover, this is how confident they are, 100% coverage of insurance will be in your vehicle should or if while on autopilot, it will, uh, driving pilot, it will uh, be the responsibility of Mercedes-Benz. They are taking full legal responsibility for that. Now, in my opinion, that's when options come to electric vehicles and autonomous driving and what vehicle to look at for consideration. This is a big one. That's a massive game changer when it comes to knowing that's how confident Mercedes-Benz is with their uh, autonomous driving. Uh, this next one is uh, the metal. I saw the story about this the other day, Adam, and I just the mental image of somebody actually doing this window washing. And and okay, I'm in you know the upstairs. I got two story houses, as you guys do. Uh, yep. It's one thing to get up on a ladder, but you know, we're talking about window washers that are cleaning high rise, you know, office towers and stuff like this. It's dangerous. I mean, anytime you see this, you know, it's somebody. What are they doing up there? You know, they're either very brave or. or but now, uh, and I, know how, I know how much you love robotics, and it looks as if robotics may actually be the answer to that. 
robots will be the answer to that, Bill. It is uh, a company called Skyline, and Skyline's been around actually a while, but in North America, they just announced that they have landed a, 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 a robotic cleaning system. And as we know, in the cities everywhere, they are the only where to grow is up. Housing yep. is going in massive developments of you know, 30, 40, 50, 100 stories high. Um, and as you said, nobody wants to be that guy with the with the squeegee, you know, kind of squeezing that at like a, a hundred feet, especially yesterday with 90 kilometer winds. But yeah. this is a new robotic system that is going to reach high spots. So you always have a clear view, no matter where you live or work. Uh, this is a big thing. Robots are going to be and again, that may be a negative thing for those that are in the industry, but it's a safety thing that these robots will be able to clean accordingly. I, I worked, I mean, you know, it went, I guess it was in the 80s, 90s. And I worked at the Toronto Radio Station in the, in the Toronto Star Building, uh, number one Young Street, right on the waterfront there. It was gorgeous. And we were on the 25th floor. And, and, and I'd see this just around this time of year. Some guy, you know, and they had the, the pulley and everything else. I figured oh, I, you couldn't pay me any amount of money to do that sort of job. So this is this is a great idea and an innovative idea, too. So I hope it takes off, so to speak. Uh, we were just talking about the International Space Station the other day. Of course, as we know, the American astronaut and two cosmonauts just came back to Earth after being up there for quite some time. What's this about the UK getting into uh, firing off some satellites now in, in a very innovative way, too? Well, well, this one's really interesting. Many people maybe didn't even think of this. The, you know, space stations or, or space setups, both Chinese and, and, and the International Space Station as it is, um, you know, was built on a, on a fuel system. And so the United Kingdom has made the announcement that they are going to be putting 16 billion uh, pounds, which converted could be, I don't know, 32 billion uh, American Canadian dollars. I'm not sure, but 16 billion pounds will be proposed in the next solar powered station, which is going through their Congress to be approved. Why that's so important, Bill, is that it will be uh, set up with a solar powered environment that, I mean, it's in space. It will have 24 hours a day sunlight and power to keep it operational. Um, so this is, a, again, I kind of assumed there was already a lot of solar panels that are on space stations. And I was, you know, obviously informed, ill-informed. Uh, and the main reason, which I couldn't figure out, well, why? Why is there not somebody shooting off, you know, panels into space? The weight of solar panels is very heavy. And so, you know, I guess the element of getting them into space, attaching them was the reason why. And now with advanced technology, not only is the solar panel lighter, they're capable of actually generating more kilowatts, thus we'll be able to generate enough power that a space station could run fully self-sufficient with a 24-hour sunshine problem. Uh, and that's that's fascinating to see the way that's starting to happen now, too, simply because, uh, you know, as we're learning more about the International Space Station, uh, you're right, they use they use rocket fuel to, to make adjustments, and that's not cheap. I mean, that's going up as much as the stuff we're getting at the pumps for our cars, too. Still on the topic of solar power, though, uh, every time, you know, the, the water heater goes off here, you're thinking, oh, my God, there goes the hydro bill again. There's an innovative company now that's looking at solar power as a way to actually uh, heat water. Yeah, well, this came up actually on two fronts. I always look for, obviously, topics of discussion when we do these shows, Bill, but I needed a new water heater. Uh, at at our, uh, a vacuum man, I, I have a, a water heater that I looked at. I mean, the thing is like rusted to the point I think it was going to explode if you touched it or sneezed at it. So I was like, okay, I'm looking for a, 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 a water heater. And uh, obviously, there's many options available, but there's only two choices. You either get a gas or you get electric. 
And as I was, I was thinking to myself, well, could I not connect something? I mean, are we at the level of where we'd be able to connect to a solar panel? And sure enough, I found a company in Germany that does uh, up to 200 liter water tanks and it can connect to a solar panel on your roof or outside and it can generate the electrical heat needed to heat your water heater. Um, so anyway, I, I just wanted to bring it out that this is a solution if you're looking for, and they're not cheap, by the way. I mean, nothing's cheap these days. I mean, everything's going up in price, but this, uh, could be a great option for consideration that there is now, and I didn't know this didn't exist, but there is water heaters that are solar powered, uh, connected that can connect directly to a solar panel on the outside of your home. Excellent stuff. Uh, Google Chrome has some updates, and this is a rather uh, a momentous update. This is what a, yeah. number 100 now. It made it to 100. And the reason I bring up the Chrome, Google Chrome, is obviously it's important to always update your Google Chrome and your browser to, you know, for, for obviously uh, elements. But the main reason is why you need to do this. And, and by the way, 90, over 90% 90 of users use Chrome. So one, you're, you need to do this. Number two, uh, the reason why to do it is the fact that it now comes with a very heavy security for malicious viruses, uh, malware, it also does a, a password check. So uh, I have over 2,000 passwords, Bill, and Google was actually able in a few minutes to tell me that my 650 passwords are very weak. One, two, three, four, five, six needs to be changed. So uh, this will not only, as we talk about it every year, don't forget to change your passwords. This actually will tell you you need to change your path. This isn't a question anymore, folks. This will now help you. So update your Google Chrome for security reasons. It does a phenomenal job, uh, but mostly it's going to be about helping your password access. Yeah, and you, by the way, and you and I have talked about this in the past, you need to be a little more innovative too. He's, he's not kidding. Uh, you know, he, it was one, two, three, four, five, six, and he changed it to <laughs> six, four, five, three, two, one. Outside the box thinking, you're right. I think that's- Through everybody. Through, through <laughs> they were lost for days. Hey, listen, there's a big thing, you know, electric vehicles are a thing right now. And of course, all the auto manufacturers are jumping on board and that's good. And I'm, you know, it's, it's something I think we're going to see as, as the future and it's happening right now. But there's a thing about hydrogen as a fuel source, yes. too, uh, that uh, it seems to have been pushed by the side, except not Toyota, though. They seem to be still looking at that, don't they? Yeah, Toyota was very actively engaged when it came to giving up on sustainable fuels of hydrogen. But the one that I, I and Toyota is going to be one of the ones we're going to see vehicles coming out on the market. Why I wanted to bring this up, Bill, and, and I'm very proud of Canadian innovative companies. A Vancouver business called First Hydrogen uh, is actually and working with Aust Austria and the United Kingdom to develop an engine to work with Toyota. So the Toyota is very much invested into developing a lot of that. I'm excited because it's a Canadian Vancouver-based business called First Hydrogen that's going to do that. Now, many people are thinking electric's the way. Why would we want to be driving around with a bomb? Uh, as we know, hydrogen can be extremely explosive. Well, this is the part which is so advanced. They've been able to take hydrogen, develop it into a combustible safe environment. And as much as we know electric vehicles are great, and we've seen them start to roll out in heavy equipment or, or uh, tractor trailers, they do not have the distance. They do not have the longevity to be able to get to, uh, uh, you know, for driving thousands of kilometers like a diesel can. However, hydrogen is a solution to that, Bill. It could be that engine that goes inside trucks in heavy uh, box vehicles, uh, moving vans that can give the distance and be a less expensive, sustainable, clean energy uh, to work with. So don't count hydrogen out as the next combustible fuel for, for vehicles. 
And I wonder what, because it kind of got shoved to the side there. And I know a couple of years ago when I was talking to a couple of guys in the business, they were saying, you know, that's the future. It's going to be, you know, it's going to be hydrogen. And uh, we'll see. I, I, it's probably going to be a combination. I mean, they're not going to shove EVs out of the way. That's still happening. We know that. Right. But yes. uh, as an alternative, it's not a bad idea. Uh, listen, anybody that wants to buy one of the new iPhones right now probably has to win a lottery just to, you know, to, to be able to purchase these things. They're, they're not cheap, as you mentioned. But Apple seems to have a, a, an idea right now that might make it affordable. You know what? I, I, I think I brought this up many times in the past that it was discussed how Apple is, and they did a pilot project in the States, and now it's going to be rolling out in the year 2023. Pretty soon, Apple will be not ever selling an iPhone bill. Um, you will buy into a subscription service. Now, the subscription service will allow you like leasing, you'll be able to lease your iPhones. And as you mentioned, you know, buying a $3,000 phone with cameras and features and everything else are great. And they also have realized many people are trading in their iPhones every two to three years anyways, for the reasons of operating systems need upgrades. Uh, people just like the latest and greatest, who knows what it's going to include. But Apple's going to be running a subscription service. This will include the uh, your next iPhone. You'll be able to pay at a low monthly rate and and you can also apply this to an iPad. Now, wait, there's more. You don't just get an <laughs> iPhone. You don't just get the iPad. You also will be able to include with your subscription the Apple TV package, the fitness package, and streaming services available by Apple. This is a limited time, folks. It's only coming in 2023, and Apple is the first to be able to launch this amazing program. Don't miss out. Some subscriptions advise. So whatever their sales pitch is, I can tell you it's going to include all of these Apple world elements you can include, but this may be making you feel like I just want to maybe migrate from an Android to an Apple because of my low cost and all the bells and whistles they're including with it. Well, they laugh when the automobile makers start, hey, some people actually want to lease a car. And now, look, everybody's doing it. So yes. I got to ask you, though, with all the add-ons, are they still including the patty stacker in that, too? Do you get that with <laughs> I, I believe don't... it does, Bill. But again, that, that may be a, up for discussion depending on where and what level you are within the Apple subscription service leasing program you have. Speaking of Apple, uh, what are these guys doing now with their, their in-house technology and infrastructure? Uh, they're, they're offering this out now? Man, this is, uh, we, I, I mean, I always knew Apple was coming out with it. And I mentioned that they, you know, they were coming out with an Apple uh, 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 credit card system. Yeah. Well, when you're a $3 trillion company, I mean, that's really, really hard for people to understand. I mean, the, I mean, Apple is could pay off most countries' debts with how much money it has uh, accrued and, and be able to develop. Well, what they're doing is pretty soon, and when I say pretty soon, Bill, I'm talking in the next two to three years, uh, they'll ask whether you want to pay by MasterCard, Visa, or Apple. And Apple is going to be one of the biggest financial support uh, operations. They made the announcement that they are and they're fully financed to support this, obviously bad debts and otherwise. Um, Apple has the finances now to be able to provide banking, loans, uh, le leases, as we know. And why are they doing this? Well, Apple's ecosphere is where they want to keep people. It's, it's a serious player to be able to say, not only am I getting a low cost investment on my, on my products, as we just mentioned, there's a subscription. They're also going to be offering loans, bank, and this is not just on Apple products. They're talking about mortgages on homes. You'll be able to, to eventually call on Apple and be able to say, I'd like to see what my interest rates are with Apple. So uh, in true story, Visa, MasterCard, and Apple will be probably our three choices in the next two to four years. 
big stuff. Amazing what's going on there. Uh, let's. I was going to say we're getting into barbecue season. I'm. A, I'm. A, I'm like you. I'm a barbecue addict. I mean, it doesn't matter. Summer, winter, fall. You know, snowstorms. Yesterday was what 800 mile an hour winds. I'm out there throwing the barbecue stuff on. But people who live in high rises and condos, and that's happening a lot these days. Uh, most of the the agreements these people have is you can't do that. Even if you have a balcony, you're not supposed to barbecue. Uh, it looks like they've got a solution to that. Well, General Electric Appliances has announced that, yes, they have now the ability to have an indoor smoking barbecue. And it, it, it actually, you know, from the element of burning wood pellets and all the other things. And the reason why in apartments is obviously it's dangerous. I mean, there's one aspect to that. But the other reason is because you could be disturbing a lot of your neighbors. You're so close contact, sure. right? You've got, you know, if you're smoking fish or whatever on the barbecue, your neighbors all around are going to be like, okay, you know, I, uh, bothers me or otherwise. Well, the game-changing technology that General, Elect uh, General Electric Appliances has come out with is a, uh, a, a an, I'm going to call it an apartment-sized barbecue. It sits on a shelf. I mean, it's pretty big. It looks almost like a little beer fridge, Bill. It's got a, you know, it's got glass on the front, and in it you can put your smoke pellets. Uh, you'll be able to grill and burn and smoke all your favorite flavors, but. The best part of this technology is that it's got a smoke elimination technology. So what it does is it takes all that smoke and all of the burning and everything that comes with a great barbecue um, is going to be eliminated in this technology that I don't know how they do it. I, I'm not sure what's going on with the Keebler elves inside the barbecue and how they're <laughs> removing the smoke. But I can tell you something's going on in this machine and you'll now be able to have a phenomenal barbecue. Uh, you'll be able to put the corn on the cob on the barbecue. You'll be able to throw some ribs, uh, put down some smoky pellets, but not see an ounce of smoke in your apartment. Great idea. This is Tech Talk. We do this every Friday at 1135. Brought to you by Vacuuman. Uh, Adam, have a great week. We'll talk again next Friday. Sounds good. Thanks, Bill. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.